Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friends, and welcome to today's podcast episode. Today, it's not just you and I. I brought a friend on here to chat with us today. Today, I have Corinne Angelica. She is a board-certified nutritionist and the host of the Mind Your Hormones podcast. I'm so excited for Corinne to talk to us today because she is going to be talking about some signs that your hormones may be imbalanced. So as you guys know, you listen to my episodes. I talk to you guys about modifying and working with your health and fitness goals throughout the phases of our cycle. But some of you have been messaging me saying, Joelle, my cycles are off, or I feel like I'm going through X, Y, Z. And I am not a specialist in this area. So I brought in Corinne because I have been listening to her podcast and wanted her to share with you guys some signs that may indicate that your hormones are imbalanced. So welcome Corinne. And I want you to just introduce yourself a little bit to the podcast, share your story and how you got to here helping other women with their hormones. Yes, Joelle, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm so excited to be here and honored, so thank you. Um, So yes, I'm Corinne, and as she said, I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist, and I actually was a teacher for nine years um, prior to getting into this business now, but I really got into nutrition because I always had an irregular period from the day I got it when I was 15. It would come when I wanted. It would, wouldn't come. It was so random all the time. I experienced symptoms of facial hair growth and constipation and bloating and migraines and acne. And it was all this stuff that just seemed like normal that you go through. And my, I went to the gynecologist and he was like, oh, it's fine. Like as long as you get three periods a year, it's not a big deal. So eventually I lost my period for a full two years. And still the gynecologist just only offered me birth control. And I really wasn't interested in that. I always was never um, someone that would just want to reach for medication. I kind of always wanted to see if there were other options and he didn't give me any other options. So I was left on my own. And that's how I went back to school for holistic nutrition to figure out what the hell was actually going on in my body and how I could naturally get my period back without leaning to synthetic hormones or birth control and manage my PCOS and all that good stuff. So that's really how I got into it. And then once I started sharing my story, because a lot of this stuff sometimes is um, embarrassing to talk about some of these symptoms, especially if it's with people who don't really understand it or haven't experienced it themselves. So I started talking about it on social media and there were so many women who were going through the same thing. And that's really how I started coaching women one-on-one and all this stuff. So that's kind of a little overview of my story. Right. So 
were you then diagnosed with PCOS or is that, is that really the condition that you work, you, you experience yourself. So now you're helping women with those same conditions. Great question. So PCOS, in case you don't know, is polycystic ovarian syndrome. And I was misdiagnosed without it. So when I was having all of these symptoms of an irregular period, facial hair growth, had high testosterone levels, um, my I had IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome, which is a symptom of PCOS, but nobody put that together at the time. I went to the gynecologist for blood work because why wasn't I getting my period? There was no answer to it. So I got blood work done and my blood work was normal, quote unquote normal. So he said I did not have polycystic ovarian syndrome, but couldn't tell me still why I wasn't getting my period. So it wasn't until I researched on my own, I went to school, I started reading a ton that I pretty much self-diagnosed myself at first with P PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, because I have all the symptoms. I 100% have it. I looked back at my blood work once I knew how to actually do that. And it did indicate that I have it, but there are a lot of times where blood work comes back normal. And if this is you and you are thinking, okay, my doctor also said my blood work was normal, but um, I don't feel normal and stuff doesn't feel right. Trust yourself because a lot of times blood work will come back normal. And that's because a wide range that actually falls into quote unquote normal range, that's not normal. So um, the numbers can fluctuate. But anyway, I was misdiagnosed without it, but I do in fact have it. So I started working with women who also have PCOS, but I also work with women that don't have it because what I really learned in my studies was once you heal the endocrine system as a whole, which, which the endocrine system is the basis of our hormonal system, when you get down to the root cause and you heal certain pillars, which we could you know, get into if, if you would like, of um, your endocrine system, then all these symptoms, whether it's PCOS, endometriosis, whatever it is for you, or you know, not even a condition, just a hormonal imbalance, which we'll talk about the symptoms of that, your symptoms will go away because you're healing it at the root level. So that's what I'm all about. <laughs> that to me is kind of similar to my story in working with my body because I was noticing signs and symptoms of PMDD and I was mm. like going through the process of learning and educating myself and kind of self-diagnosing. And I know that's something that is now a joke or discouraged, but if you're right. using it from a standpoint of like, you're wanting to better yourself, not band-aid mm -hmm. yourself, you can go into that deep dive discovery and really get to know your own body. Because I went in and got my levels checked, my ranges came back normal. And when I just did a re reflection of my ranges came back normal, but my doctor didn't even take into account what phase of my cycle I was in because as yes. I'm like, there are times where estrogen should be higher than that typical range or that like middle range or, Absolutely. you know, it's like, did they even account that we took this blood draw or whatever it was during ovulation or during late luteal? Because that does matter. And when I went into kind of a rabbit hole of learning and researching and really kind of self-diagnosed PMDD, but then started making supportive hormonal changes to my lifestyle, the mm -hmm. symptoms started subsiding. Now I still kind of have 
some gloomy days right before my period, but it's nothing, nothing like it used to be where I was devastated emotionally Mm. over small things. Right. Yeah. I just, I just want to touch on something real quick that you just said, if if you have a second, um, with the self-diagnosis. So that I like how you said, you know, we're self-diagnosing and we are treating that naturally. So it's not like I'm self-diagnosing and just putting myself on a medication. Like, of course, we don't recommend that. I don't recommend you self-diagnose yourself with something and then just be like, oh, I have to go on this medication for it. When you're self-diagnosing, of course, it's after a ton of research and education and you're doing that by implementing nutrition and lifestyle changes, even if you don't have whatever you self-diagnose yourself with, it's going to improve your hormones and your overall health by changing your lifestyle in a supportive way. So I just wanted to touch on that real quick. Yeah. And we're two stories of a diagnosis or something being, it, not seeing it as a doomsday because mm-hmm. I listen, when I started learning about PMDD, there's a lot of resources that still treat it like a doomsday diagnosis. Like, okay, now you are stuck in living this way forever. And I'm not here for that. I am not here for that. Same with PCOS. And anxiety and depression, which, and postpartum Mm -hmm. anxiety and depression I had. And I mean, I feel it's, it's the same way. And yet something where even as hard as I tried through postpartum depression and anxiety, I still was in a sense working my way, like working your way out of things like that take time, right? It's not just going to be like absolutely light switch. Everything is different and better now. It takes Mm. time for things to start flowing and going a different direction. Yes. Yes. And, and it's constant. So it's not like, oh, you, you make these changes for, you know, a couple months and then you go back to your old way of living. It's something that you're constantly working on because our hormones are always changing. They're always fluctuating. They're very delicate. And when you do have a condition, if you do have some kind of a a PCOS or endometriosis or something like that, it's something that you constantly need to be managing. So having the education around it is so crucial. Mm -hmm. And let's roll right into what are some signs that maybe hormones are imbalanced? Okay. Awesome. So there are so many signs. I'm going to hit on three of them right now and dive deep into a little of them. So if you are someone who has anything about hormones, like I was, you know, handful of years ago, I had no idea that these symptoms had anything to do with the fact that I wasn't getting my period. So a lot of times we only think that having an irregular period or not getting your period, that's the only sign that your hormones could be out of balance but you could be getting your period every 28 days or every single month you're getting it like clockwork, but you could still have a hormonal imbalance. And I think that that's um, a missing piece of the education that, well, well, we're never actually taught anything about hormones, but (laughs) so one of them um, that we'll talk about are painful periods. So I actually recently just did a podcast episode on this and the more and more, like I said, I started really working with more so who had PCOS, But now as my community is growing, I'm seeing just how many women really suffer from painful periods. And we are told in our culture, in our society, that it is normal to be in pain when we get our period. And it is not normal. You you do not need to be in pain at all throughout your period. So, you know, light cramping is is normal. Like, you know, if you feel a little tightness, you feel a little cramping where you're just like, oh, like I feel a little bloated or like, I feel like something's going on down there. That is normal. 
But once it gets to the point of you reaching for something where you need to reach for even an Advil, or I've had clients where they've had to reach for Percocets, they literally could not get out of bed. They have fevers. They are doubled over in pain. And they are just think that that's how it is to get a period and that that's normal for them. And that is not normal. That is a sign that there is an imbalance going on. So it could be something where you have too much estrogen or, and, or it could be that you have a condition of endometriosis. So endometriosis is an inflammatory disease actually that goes untreated for many years because of this exact reason that women are told that pain is normal. So we just deal with it for years and years and years until it gets so bad that finally they go to the doctor for it. And that's when they're diagnosed with endometriosis that when gone untreated for so many years, it just gets so much worse. So anyway, the excess estrogen, I'll just dive into that a little bit. When you have painful periods, this could also look like um, your period could be really heavy and could be so dark red that it looks almost purple and you could have some clots in your period. Those are all signs that you have excess estrogen. And the reason that could be causing it, of course, there are a lot of different things that go into it, but one of the aspects that I really focus on is gut health. And the reason for that is because our gut is, I mean, it's the center of literally everything. It's where we absorb nutrients, but it's also responsible for eliminating the excess hormones that our body accumulates out of the body through poop. If you are not, which is actually going to go into my next um, symptom of hormonal imbalance, which is constipation, but the painful periods is a sign that you have excess estrogen and most likely low progesterone. So do you want me to just roll into the next one or do you have any? Yeah, keep going. This is great. Okay. Okay. So painful periods, again, not normal, and you most likely have excess estrogen. And that will roll into the second sign that you can have a hormonal imbalance, which is constipation or really any type of digestive issue. If you are experiencing a lot of bloating, a lot of constipation, a lot of gas, a lot of maybe diarrhea, this is going to either cause a hormonal imbalance or be the cause of a hormonal imbalance because they are directly connected. It's a two-way street. And the same thing, like I was just talking about, our gut is responsible for eliminating excess hormones out of our body. And it's responsible for absorbing nutrients that we need to actually produce certain hormones. So if you are not going to the bathroom regularly, meaning at least once a day, if not two to three times a day, you are somewhat constipated, which means that you are building up the estrogen in your body because we are not able to properly eliminate it. And that could lead to symptoms. So excess estrogen symptoms are like I just spoke about, heavy or painful periods, could also look like acne, mood swings, migraines. That can also, I wasn't, I mean, I'm touching on way more than three, but it just kind of all goes together. So those are excess estrogen symptoms and constipation is going to cause that because we really need to be moving our bowels daily, if not multiple times a day, or else the excess estrogen is just going to get reabsorbed back into our bloodstream and have nowhere to go. So that's another um, symptom of hormonal imbalance. And then, because for this community, I know you talk a lot about um, moving your body and maybe there are people in this community who want to lose weight. So stubborn weight loss, if you are eating really healthy foods, like a lot of plant foods, whole foods, and you're working out with your cycle as Joelle talks about, and you still are having trouble losing weight, stubborn weight loss is really a sign of a hormonal imbalance. There are a lot of people that talk to me and they're like, I've tried everything. I just can't lose the weight. 
And when that happens, that always means, well, okay, I shouldn't say always because it's never, it most of the time means there's a hormonal imbalance going on because there could be some insulin resistance or some blood sugar imbalances. And that is a root cause of PCOS for sure, but as well as a lot of hormonal imbalances. So if you are new to this and you have no idea what I'm talking about when I say insulin resistance, what that means is the hormone insulin, it helps control the amount of sugar, the amount of glucose that's in our bloodstream. When we have insulin resistance, that means the cells in our body don't respond normally to insulin. So normally, well, insulin will come in our bloodstream, the cells will open up and the insulin will go inside of the cell. When we are resistant to it, the cell stays closed. And instead of the insulin going inside of the cell where it's supposed to go, it stays floating around in the body. So then it, the glucose, it starts building up in the blood, which causes weight gain and in the inability to lose weight because it causes an increase in hunger. It causes cravings. It also causes your ovaries to produce more testosterone, which could cause more facial hair, more acne, more hair loss, all those symptoms too. So it's like a whole roller coaster and everything is all connected, but the stubborn weight loss, absolutely. If that is happening, we have to look at the hormones that are connected to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. You gave so much wealth of knowledge in just those three tips. I love it <laughs> so much. You guys, I highly encourage you guys to go at least subscribe to the Mind Your Hormones podcast because she really does deep dive into the science behind hormones and then the small shifts that you can make that are supportive of your hormones in the day-to-day. -day. And also your Instagram stories are fantastic. I love the little tips that you share every single Thank day you. because, because <laughs> changing everything all at once is overwhelming, no matter what, whether it's, yeah, it's like realistic. Yeah. And so it's just those small changes of like, oh, she gave that little tip today. I can do that today. And then over time you, you know, it's kind of like the, how, how does somebody run a marathon? It's one step at a time. It's not just like yes. leaping from the starting line to 26 point, whatever crazy miles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. why don't we, and that's why, not sustainable. Right. Why don't you go ahead and share with us about your program that you have to offer and when it'll be available for enrollment? Oh, awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for directing them to my stories on my Instagram and the podcast. I love connecting with women and just, I was alone on my journey for this. So like I was talking about before, I really had no support. Um, not that you know, my family and my friends are, are amazing, but in the sense that nobody was experiencing what I was experiencing. So I really didn't have anybody to, first of all, guide me through it. Um, that had already experienced it and knew and, and was where I wanted to go, you know, who had seen success with nutrition and lifestyle and was at the spot I wanted to be in. I didn't have that. And I also didn't have women who were going through it with me. So I created a group course because of this reason, because I really believe that every single woman deserves to understand her body and how she can use the tools at her fingertips like nutrition and lifestyle to support her hormones, to support her overall health and to improve her quality of life. So I created a 12 week group course and it's teaching you everything we did not learn in school or from our doctors about our hormones, what negatively affects your hormones, how you can positively support them using nutrition and lifestyle. I give you a roadmap of what to do, but aside from the roadmap, what I really 
think is the most valuable aspect to it is that I'm teaching you the why. So like Joel was saying, like, why are these symptoms happening? Where are they coming from? How is changing my nutrition and my lifestyle actually going to support me? Because I don't only want you to see results within the 12 weeks that you're with me, which of course you will, but I want you to be able to take this information for the rest of your life and make it a sustainable lifelong lifestyles shift because like we were just saying it is a marathon and it's not like you're just going to be you know changing everything overnight you're going to be doing small steps along the whole 12 weeks and then you're going to be taking all this information and continuing it through the rest of your life so it's an investment for you in the current moment but it's also an investment for your future um so yeah so it's in a group setting like that and I only accept a maximum of 20 women because I really want to keep it a small, intimate group so I could pour into each of you individually. And registration is open um, until December 18th. Uh, sorry, until December 30th. If you would like, though, the added bonus of a one-on-one -on -one call with me, then you have to sign up by December 18th. So that's kind of an overall gist of it. Um, if you have more questions about it, I would love to serve you. It really is for anybody who is experiencing any of the symptoms that we talked about, irregular periods, pain painful periods, constipation, bloating, migraines, headaches, acne, um, PCOS, endometriosis, whatever it is, because like I said, we're healing the endocrine system. So no matter what your symptoms are, they will be healed. So if you have any questions about it, I would love to chat with you. Even if you don't want to hop into the course, you just want to chat, come DM me at Karina Angelica. I love hearing from people and just connecting and being able to help guide and support you on this journey because it is a journey and it's something that isn't always talked about in a supportive way. And there are a lot of people, um, especially our generation that really doesn't want to lean towards medication, or I just don't feel like we should be pressured into taking medication when there are so many natural things that we could do to support our health and our hormones. Thank you so much for hopping on today. I truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode.